Listener Production. Just like that craving for a saucy sausage roll after last night to get the new day rolling. What was I thinking? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello there. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope it was a little bit better than the uh, American tourist find in Australia for speeding through a tunnel. Her defence, I didn't know they had speed cameras in the tunnel, so I shouldn't have to pay. (laughs) What? Is that what happened, Bron? We were chatting about this earlier on. Yeah, she was going 101 in an 80... Like in an AK zone, and was like, "Yeah, well, I, I'm an American, so I didn't really. I'm just getting used to the road rules." It's like you're going 20 k's over the limit. <laughs> I would have, I would have bought that they. If she said, "Well, I thought the signs were in miles per hour," that's yeah. what I would have understood. Mm. But if if there's this sort of idea that I didn't know that I was not supposed to follow those rules, then that sort of even then, 80 miles per hour is well over 100. So nah, she's she's cooked, mate. She said, apparently there's signs everywhere. I'm so focused on driving, I get stressed out. I don't want you, like, no. going 20Ks over when you're already stressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could barely focus on signage. And I'm, I'm like, I, I should be let off. Like, oh, I should be taken off the roads. <laughs> um, well, look, we have got a big Monday for you. A lot of stuff happening over this weekend. So we're going to hit you with some of the news stories that we've seen mm-hmm. um, over the past couple of days and also some of the lived experiences that we have had. <laughs> Really? That's it. Plus, Bron will be joining us with a little bit of Clickfish. We've got a couple of MVPs in our lives that we want to give a shout-out to, and your MVPs too. It's going to be a fun one. Let's jump in, hey? What day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Mate, you might have seen over the weekend on Friday afternoon... Big fire tearing through a big building on Randall Street in Surrey Hills. Did you see that? Oh, I certainly did. And I was in Sydney on the weekend, walked past the carcass of the building, and there was did the, you? the the fireys were up on the big pole inspecting it from above. It was nuts. The roads were blocked off still. It was it was massive. Yeah, it was there was still evidence of like light smoldering happening as you were probably walking past as mm. well. I mean, it's been a very interesting unfolding of events. I actually I'm familiar with the building. I, I've I've took headshots in that building. I've got a uh, yeah, I got a couple of headshots that are floating around still. Promo shots that people like used a, to this day. It was like an empty warehouse, barren warehouse. Yeah, that's exactly why I did it in there, <laughs> just to reflect the uh, the potency of my content. <laughs> Um, so it was, no, look, it is a shell of a place. Was it just, you're just walking past and someone like looks out the window of it and is like, Hey mate, you want to come in? I'll take some photos of you. Yeah, photos, mate. I actually, I actually filmed a, a TV pilot for Pedestrian there. And mm. one of the co-hosts of that pilot was one Lucinda Price doing her very first Film and TV kind of TV showy piece, as in AKA Frooms. So that was that same building. There's some um, there's some weird warehouses around that part of Sydney. There's um, the Elizabeth Street one. There's one across the road as well, which is like really bohemian. It has graffiti everywhere. And I remember going up there to see um, Tim Hart, who you might know as the drummer from Boy and Bear. He had little a little solo album he was putting out, right? So he mm-hmm. was playing a gig in there with this guy from the UK who came out. It was this, this weird sort of like retro, I guess. It was almost a studio apartment. It was like pretty small, but everyone packed in and watched Tim Hart support this guy who came out from the UK. And this guy gets up on stage 
And I, I like, like, eh, he's got this little loop pedal I left after one song. That was Ed Sheeran, <laughs> who uh, was Are you on, kidding? His, on his first trip to Australia. Are you kidding? I had to get up for radio in the morning, so I'm like, ah, oh, I saw Tim. I'll head off. So- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was actually Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you saw Ed Sheeran at the Elizabeth Street yeah, Studios. Tiny little apartment. Yeah. Honestly, the scummiest part <laughs> yeah. of like... Every time I've been to like a couple of parties there, every time I'm like, this is disgusting. Yeah, it's the pretty gross. The whole building is disgusting. Yeah, leaky, graft up. Yeah. There's just <laughs> dirt and rubbish everywhere all yeah. through the whole building. Yeah. And that that's, and Ed Sheeran was just on the loop pedal. <laughs> yeah, it was just in there. It was like he had this, you need me, but I don't need you. That was one of his first ones. Triple J played for <laughs> a little bit back oh in the day. Oh God. <laughs> I probably left before he sung A Team or something. <laughs> the Hat Factory is um, is what has just burnt down uh, on Randall Street, and I mean it's it's interesting because as soon as the news was spread, you know people love to jump straight on the uh, I wouldn't say conspiracy bandwagon, but basically there was big suggestions that this was an inside job because there's been approvals for a hotel to be put up. And there's, uh, you know, questions around whether they had to keep the facade for historical purposes and the developers didn't want that and blah, blah, right. blah. It happened soon, as soon as the fire broke out, people were like, sus. sus. Yeah, they would. I mean, we as... did do talk back one time as how did your indoor roller skating rink <laughs> close down and <laughs> multiple Australians <laughs> called in for like, yeah. Burnt down, weirdly. (laughs) So so many roller skating rinks in this country burnt down. It is it is amazing how many purely big, just nothing barns with a single layer of flooring would just combust completely, just go in under in flames. There's so many bakeries in Australia that have hot ovens or wood fired pizzas. (laughs) No, they're fired. A roller skating rink. Catching fire. <laughs> They've all mm. burned down. Yeah, I was walking past the brick walls. It's it is yeah. You can it tell down. it's collapsed. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So and it is still a bit of a no go zone. So uh, you know you, you, you keep out of there. Yeah. Well, good luck to the police with their investigations. I hope they do better than they did for the dude over the weekend who, two hundred and fifty meters off the ground, opened the emergency exit of his flights going into South Korea. Did you see the footage what? of that, Matt? No, I have not. The guy, plane's coming in to land. It hasn't landed yet. He just opens the door. The emergency exit door opens. The plane's just going, people's (laughs) hair is just flying everywhere. They're strapped in their seats tight. Some people start fainting because the air pressure suddenly is just absolutely whack. And they land on the ground. Everyone was okay, thank goodness. But this dude, I think, said like he wanted to get off quickly. He just opens the door of the plane whilst it's flying. I have had it up to here with people who stand up to get their bags out of the overhead locker before the seatbelt signs off. But they, that they look like angels compared to that dude. That's taking it one step too far. This guy was probably just trying to get closer to the bag carousel. That's he was well, he was that eager. I don't know what happened. And yeah, when it comes to inve- police investigating, one of the quotes that stuck out to me from the, towards the end of this article. <clears throat> Police said the suspect had so far not given any explanation for his actions, nor was he drunk at the point of arrest. Here is a direct quote from the police. It is difficult to have a normal conversation with him, says the official. We will investigate the motive of the crime and punish for it. (laughs) It's difficult to explain why you thought opening the door 
250 <laughs> metres off the ground would be a good idea. Wow. I mean, they usually check as well. They usually like, do you feel fit and able to do this sort of stuff? <laughs> well, it seems like he, he could have. I mean. <laughs> We've all thought about that. I wonder if. What would happen if I did this? I know, exactly. You're sitting there going like, I wonder if I just grabbed this and just ripped it open, what had happened. But no one actually does it. Yeah, let the intrusive thoughts win. Well, hopefully you had a very good weekend of subduing your intrusive thoughts. You're listening to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. <laughs> well, Alex Dyson, I said at the announcement of their, uh, you know, inauguration, that the Dolphins were going to be my new NRL team this year, and boy. They, they didn't they, get the first season yips, did they? Oh, mate, they have been killing it. I've been so proud of my boys. <laughs> I <could> cry. <laughs> they're still not even one year old. I guess they're still in the zero, like the months old. You could, as a parent, as a proud parent, you're calling them my seventh month old or something. Oh, I know. They're just on the way to... F- I feel like I could feed them some pumpkin rice cereal, you know? <laughs> Just getting on the solids as we speak. Just oh, and every day they just get a little bit older. Winning twenty six twelve over the Dragons, and it was such a such a thrill to host their black tie bingo night over black the tie weekend. Yeah, did a little bit of black tie bingo. Wow, with a couple of heavy hitters in the room. I was hosting it alongside Margot Parker. You might know her from Triple M Breakfast in Bris Vegas, and um, you know Wayne Bennett in the room. Ooh, Tell you what, super coach. Oh. That guy gives nothing away. <laughs> Mate. So he would have had a bingo three moves ago. He's I not even letting you, letting you know. He, I don't know whether his face moved the entire night. Like I'm talking three hours. I was watching him at his table, front row, and he's the deadpan. If I played poker against that guy... <laughs> I would just hand him my cards and leave. I would say, okay. I don't know who you are. And walk right. off. Is, is that because of Wayne Barrett? Is that the, the you know, the, the usual face of someone at a Maddo kind gig? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's absolutely stony just face. Dead <laughs> Still waiting for a joke. Um, no, so it was a great night. Really, really great night. Awesome, Shout out to everyone who donated a lot of money to uh, to raise some money for um, you know, grassroots rugby league, really, that's what it's all about. Feeding clubs in the, um, in the sort of junior levels and trying to make sure that we're keeping up with a great, all-inclusive, safe game mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, but it was because it was black tie, I was like, oh, whip out the old tux. Do you have, still only have one suit? Well, I, you know, I've got, I've got one suit that I wear regularly and I've got one tuxedo, which is a sort of teal green color that what? Um, a tailor recommended. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. I'll look a little backstory. As in teal green lining in inside the no, black No, like tuxedo. the outside of it is mostly teal green. Like the suit jacket is like mostly teal green. Well, because wow. I, I hosted the actors industry lunch one, one year. That's the film and TV awards. It was mm. a big industry lunch. And they were like, because you're hosting the actors, you can, we'll, we'll take you to a tailor and they will make up something for you. Right? Whoa. Full free. Yes, being a genius that I am, instead of thinking, hmm, this is the one shot I get at a tailor-made suit, (laughs) why don't I get a nice classic black tuxedo that I will be able to wear at all occasions? For the rest of my entertaining days. Exactly. But the guy, he was this real trendy guy, the tailor, he's this young guy. He's like, oh, you know what we could do here? Pulls out these colours. He's like, oh, this would look so good. And I get carried away. I was like... (laughs) 
yeah, buddy, let's go for it, mate. Let's go for the teal green. I can't pull out the teal green every time I go to a function. Margot Robbie's in the Margot. Sorry, Margot Robbie. Margot Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Robbie Barbie was not at yeah, the was event. Not co-hosting the Redcliffe Dolphins uh, bingo night. <laughs> that doesn't mean that she's not a Dolphins fan. I will say, who knows who she goes for? Well, probably the Gold Coast Titans, closest one to Byron, I'd say. Margot Parker's in the bright red, right, looking stunningly Dolphins-like, mm-hmm. and I'm in the teal green. <laughs> Together, we look like we're at a bloody traffic light party. <laughs> so I'm there in my teal green. <laughs> Looking sharp, but but because okay, have you ever moved house, Alex Dyson? I'm moving house this week. I'm in the middle of moving house. I bet you're not thinking, oh, I'll preserve my tuxedo <laughs> in a nice, shapely fashion for the next black tie bingo event I host. Mate, that was shoved in the bottom of every <laughs> bag I could. I was just jamming it in one of those big multicolored striped bags, you know, that you put like the big, oh, huge ones. What those large canvas ones yeah, that you exactly, take. exactly, right? So that's, that's usually only reserved for like op shop. You dump <laughs> them all in there and drop that full bag at the op shop. That was totally what I did to move. And so then it's, it's the afternoon. I've got an hour to go. Belinda's like, have you got your suit ready? I'm like, yeah, it's in the bag. I whip it out, <laughs> mate. This... This looked like a bag of ruffles. Like the chips, it looked so crinkly. You could have put salt and vinegar on them. And so I was like, oh no. So I had to get the steam route. I don't mm. have any cufflinks. Yep. And so I was trying to find a, a place that would sell cufflinks uh, within an hour. <laughs> and also I needed to iron everything. And Belle was like, we don't have time. You cannot go to the shopping center and buy cufflinks and also iron your stuff yep. and get ready and shave and be there on time. Yep. So she's whipped out. Facebook marketplace. Now I've said before, she's a pro. She is actually yeah. a professional yep. when it comes to Facebook marketplace within minutes. How can you get cufflinks on marketplace? She in has an hour? found a guy with cufflinks who's selling a cu- pair of cufflinks for $10, a mere three kilometers from our house. She's like, you have a shower. I will be back here with cufflinks. So suddenly she's in the car. She comes back. She's like, she's, she's talking to the guy who's selling it to her. He's like, yeah, I had to sell them because I've actually got cufflinks with diamonds in them now. So these are useless to me. And she's like, so I'm right. happy, to, happy to offload this to some peasants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so by the time I get out of my shower, she's whipped out a pair of $10 cufflinks that are perfect yeah. for my suit. They work great. Do they have any like cool things on them? Like, is it just a little. They don't have little... diamonds. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Don't even know if they got the cubic zirconias. <laughs> um, so they uh, worked, they fit, and I was good to go. And I arrived at the destination right on time oh, to call nice them way. Legs 11. And so I just <laughs> felt like saying, Belinda, thank you mm. for being my MVP this weekend. Yep. No, good. Good on you, Belinda. Do you know, because I couldn't have done it without her. I could not have done it. Well, I better do a shout out to uh, MVP. Good friend of the show and listener Darcy Moore from Collingwood for hooking me up with a ticket to head down to uh, watch the Pies take on oh. the Kangaroos with Mason Cox, 100th game, steel side bottom, 300th. That was a big one. And to jump on top of that, MVP Ian Dyson, guess what he did? Buddy, while I was at the game, we drove out to Ivanhoe and picked up a lamp on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> is this just we are the worst humans? <laughs> is that what this segment is? It's like 
We're just hopeless dudes hopeless who don't know how to get crumbs. anything in their life. We and just people. people who, for some reason, love them. We just throw car keys like, can you go sort out our worthless lives, please? We've got better things to do. And look, we just thought, you know, who's been your MVP of the weekend? Just let us know. Jennifer got in touch, said, my seven-month-old, for sleeping through the night after a tough seven months. Oh, I oh. Tell you, you would just be draping the metal around that neck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Very you. lightly. You do not want to wake them up. <laughs> no, indeed. Stephen, my wife, for getting up to our nine-month-old this morning so I could have drinks and play games at night. Whoa. St- <laughs> Stephen, that's wild. <laughs> that's I right. don't we, know how you got away do. with that, but well done. Yeah, righto. Just ease up, Mr. Pappy Shower. Come on. <laughs> uh, Davey, my partner Jane, week. she's a trooper and helped me continue the bender. What is with these part? <laughs> Wait, what? What? You're just coming over just quick. Gatorade, you're a bit, <laughs> off we go. Back into it, son. Just a quick pit stop like at the Monaco Grand Prix over the weekend. Old Davey comes back home and <laughs> out you go, son. Bender continues. Lucy got in touch as well and said, my MVP was my scrunchie. She held my hair back post-martini sesh spew when I had no one to ask. Can I just uh- say how good... Like, our listeners are absolute <laughs> loose units. Da- da- Davey's on benders, Lucy's having martini spews. And then we've got parents who, yeah, who are looking after well, babies. Stephen's still having a few drinks and playing games for the night. Not I mean, bad. this is... Not bad. Anyways, look, let us know. You can always let us know if there's an MVP in your life. Hit us up at matt.and.alex on Instagram. We love to hear about it. Yes, while some roller rink fires can be a little bit fishy, nothing is fishier than Clickfish with producer Bron. G'day, Bron. Hello. I was actually just thinking when you guys were talking about that, I think my local also <laughs> got got shut down because of a Your fire. Your local rollerblading <laughs> yeah. and roller skating rink? Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, everyone in Australia did. It's it's remarkable. Uh, Bron, please, yes. what have you been clicking on? You like to look for the worst articles on the internet. What's been happening? I do. So this one's from news.com. Headline, Mum's unfortunate nickname for son, Roasted. Oh, I did see this, but I didn't click on it. This is the perfect use of this segment. Oh, great. Um, uh, what, mm. pray tell, was this nickname? No, that... no, 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 no. It is your job, Alex Dyson, and mine, for us to guess. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, immediately when I heard Roasted, I would say Chicken. Chicken was his <laughs> nickname. Hello, Chicken. I feel and like it that, that's like roasted. not... Crazy. I know, but I just like roast chickens. Um, <laughs> my nickname, my dad still calls me Fast Eddie sometimes. My middle name is Edward. Um, Are you fast? Oh, oh yeah, Bron. <laughs> well, that sounds normal then. Fastest kid in year six in Warnable. Thanks very much. Into school. Wow. So, Re- wow, into school, into really? Into school, baby. Mm. Well, you know, in year five in Einstein Primary School, I won every single field event. <laughs> Oh my Every God. single one of them. So you wait, long jump, triple jump, high jump, discus and shot put, you won all five. Yes. <laughs> Damn. That's amazing. Thank you. I'd never won anything at an athletics carnival. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what was your favourite out of them though, Bron? I was, I was uh, a swimmer. Oh, good, good, good. Did, um, 
Did your parents call you the guppy? No. Uh, so what? what is this? Is it, is it offensive? Does she get roasted for this offensive it's, name? It's not offensive. It's just fallen flat, as the <laughs> article has said. All right. What is it? So an American influencer has been accused of giving her baby the worst nickname after already giving the little boy a unique moniker. So this is um, London Goheen. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Her son's name is Stone. Stone Goheen. So? So his nickname, so the child is, he's two years old now. So this, he was born. So his name is Stone. Yeah. He was born born in March of 2021. So she just recently posted a photo with her two-year-old and said, Stoner, babe, I love you. Stoner. Oh, Stoner. His real name's Stone. Nickname, Stoner. (laughs) Um... What's, it's like if someone was, he was born named in on Australia. the 20th of April? Is that why or what? <laughs> Is that, do we know? What was his birthday from, did you say? March. March. All right. So it's. Oh, damn. Okay. Close. Starts with a three. Um, interesting. What do you reckon about that, Bron? Is that, I mean, if, if his name was Stone in Australia, his mates would probably call him Stoner. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's fine. Or Flynn. I think it's fine. They might call him Flynn. Why Flynn? Flintstone. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So what, what, does she have anything to say about that? Or has anyone had any zinging comments about it? No, she just posted the photo of her hugging her baby. And then everyone's just commenting like, that's so, a, the worst so, nickname for a child. <laughs> news here is <laughs> comment section is mean to poster. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay right, well, there you go. Good to see that Great. getting traction. Right. Um, Thank you very much. Oh, wait, story. wait, 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 wait. Bron, what was your nickname when you were little? Oh, have I not told you guys? It's actually... Um, <laughs> no. Do we need to call the Daily Mail to get an article <laughs> about this? What is it? My middle name's Jesse. Jesse. So my parents would, and like some family friends. And, oh, BJ. And they call me BJ. Oh, yep. Do you know what? That is exactly the same as my partner's, yep. Belinda's initials. One time my dad was dropping me off in high school. I would have been like in year 12. <laughs> and he's like, see ya, BJ. And I was like, <laughs> I do not know that man. <laughs> oh, Bevel, thank you very much, BJ, for giving us. <laughs> Some CF today. Um, we'll catch you for another one next week. And we will catch you listening tomorrow, hopefully. We do have a show on Tuesday morning, as we do Wednesday, as we do Thursday, as we do on Friday mornings. Yeah, if you ever want to get in touch with us, hit us up on at matt.and.alex. Please chuck us a follow so you can keep track of all the questions that we like asking and just get in touch with us with any stories that might relate to anything you've heard on today's show. We will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Lost my voice at the end. Perfect timing. <laughs> That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.